Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Michelle Smallman, Dan McLaughlin, Randy Carricker, 101 ESPN. The Blues lose 6-3 last night. They're down 2-0 in the first-round Stanley Cup playoff series against Colorado, and Panger does join us on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Good morning, Randy. How's everything uh, this morning? I apologize for yesterday morning. Uh, we completely understand. Were you doing something with Bruce the dog? Like a little cavapoo. Oh, yes, he's a little, uh, he's probably... Almost 14 weeks now. I'm just trying to do the math on him. Yeah, a little black and white Cavapoo puppy. It's uh, it's been great. Uh, but living in a condo and 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 uh, and doing the uh, the training has been a bit of a challenge. But it's been awesome. It's a good dog. In fact, when we got this little dog, Bruce, uh, the Blues went on a roll. So I I think it was Bruce's uh, to his credit uh, that uh, that the Blues got going and made the playoffs. Is that is that wrong for me to even? Throw that out there? Absolutely not. It's great, but uh, Panger, can you tell Bruce to summon whatever he had before and give it to the (laughs) Blues again right now? (laughs) It's funny. Jordan Bennington and I go back and forth. He got a little cavapoo, a little brown and white one, and named Biggie. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, and so, yeah, I I agree with you. I I think, uh, well, listen, number one, that, that, that team's a heck of a team. We knew that going in here, that this was... Not going to be easy. I mean, they've they've done this to a lot of teams all year long, and uh, I thought I, I think though that the Blues um, they're just so darn resilient. Easily could have packed that game in last night, and uh, yet they didn't. They lose Bortuzzo, they lose Falk on a, on a nasty hit, and yet they still keep plugging away. They've got such great pride. And um, anyway, I, I thought they were going to tie it up. To be quite honest with you, I, I thought they were going to tie it up, and it's unfortunate that that didn't happen. So what needs to happen, number one, Panger? Great to hear your voice, too. Um, and also, too, what, do you, what do you think it's going to be like to have uh, around 9,000 fans at uh, at the, the rink tomorrow night? I think it's going to be fantastic. I, I think these guys are going to be so charged up. Um, it's going to feel like a million. Um, every, every single you know team, except for the Canadian teams, you know, they're starting to experience it again. And, and you can, Dan, you can feel it in the, even through the sounds of no television or radio. You know, you can, I mean, so can you imagine, like last night, you know, just watching, there were fans along the glass last night in Colorado. It just seems so long ago that that was happening and and uh, pounding on the glass and, you know, the noise that it makes and maybe the little intimidation factor as well on the referee's part or, you know, on the opposition. But, you know, I think going into Enterprise tomorrow night, especially for players like Tory Krug hasn't experienced that, um, you know, just the, the, the way that the Blues fans make noise. Just the common sounds that we take for granted, we're going to hear them again tomorrow night, and I think it's going to. Uh, I, I I really do believe it's going to add another another three or four layers of energy, execution, and play uh, from the Blues, and and uh, 
You know, that's why I'm very hopeful. I'm very optimistic because of the wherewithal that the Blues have inside them, that uh, that they can come back and, you know, even up this series. They lost two on the road. All you have to do is win two more uh, back at home ice, and you, you basically even it up here. Panger, the MO of this club has been to dominate possession time in the offensive zone. Why has it been so difficult in these last two games? They stop you rather quickly, don't they? They, they, um, they they've done a nice job of that. The, the, uh, for me, the Blues, when they're on their game, they're they're well connected. For example, the, the fourth line, uh, the Clifford uh, Sanford Blay line. You know, when they got into the offensive zone, they were really heavy on pucks. They didn't lose any battles, and they actually have been the only line for me that's been really consistent in doing that. So, what have they done different than the other lines? You know what? They haven't cheated. They haven't cheated. They've, they've really stops and starts, battle for pucks, win-lose pucks, lifting sticks, being heavy on sticks, and, and, and that wears you down. I think that line in particular has a, kind of exposed Colorado, but yet the other skill lines are, are getting, you know, they're getting a couple of chances here or there, but it's one and done. And I, I just think they've got to get connected as a three-man unit in tight in the offensive zone. But also, I think the D as well. I mean, you're, you know, it's not just three guys in there. It's, you got to have your D active. And when the Blues were putting pressure late in the game, you saw pinches down low, and then the forward would support up high. Pinches down low, forward would support. And i got to tell you, if they look at all the positive videos, the positive clips, the good clips, um, then they'll find something, and they'll, it'll trigger exactly what every single line needs. But listen, can't have any passengers this time of year. If you have one passenger per line, well, then you're, it's going to break down mm-hmm. because that's not the way the Blues system works. Panger, I want to talk to you about the two big hits last night. As, as Shen said, that greasy elbow by Josty, Tyson Jost on Robert Bortuzzo, and, of course, the Kadri hit on Justin Falk. What do you expect the, the punishment to be for those hits? Yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure if, if there's going to be any on Jost. Um, and I, they, they obviously, from the bench angle, had a, had a really good view of it. Our view is from the play-by-play side, and we had to go back and and find it like we, you know, you know, as, as our situation not being there, as you guys well know, it's like it's a bit of a challenge. But uh, I was with Tim Pap, Tim Paps after the period, and I said we got we got to find that 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 hit. I I think it's an elbow, and I actually got some help from Joe Vitale. We text during the game, um, you know, if you see something that the other guy doesn't see, you know, just trying to help out. And he said I think it was an elbow, so we we traced it back. And you know, at first glance, I I didn't think it was a violent elbow. That's just me, uh, but it was an elbow to the head. I mean, uh, you know, I, I'm not, I don't think there was an intent to elbow him in the head, but there was an elbow. So the next one by Kadri, I, I, I've seen this movie before. And, you know, he's been, he's been suspended five times. He was suspended in, in uh, 18 in the playoffs for Toronto he, that twice or three times in the playoffs. Um, to me, it, was a, it, 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 it wasn't the worst hit I've ever seen in my life, but it was a bad hockey play now. It's uh it, Bernie Federico and I had this discussion after it. Like in our day, uh, you, you know, you go back to the bench to better, better keep, keep your head up. Uh, and the other guy would have been applauded by his teammates. But it's changed now. It's not that way anymore. It's up to the hitter, the responsibility of the hitter, uh, drilling a guy in a real vulnerable spot. He's shooting a puck. How can he have his head up in that situation? He's in the middle of firing the puck. In fact, he released the puck. So I don't like the hit whatsoever, and I believe that he will get suspended. I was watching the game last night, Panger, and I, I was talking with these guys about traffic in front for both Jordan Bennington and trying to create traffic in front on the other end. Would you agree with that, that that's got to change? It sure is good on the Colorado side. 
uh, Dan, they they're you, when the play develops, Dan, you you see the puck carrier McKinnon or or whomever, and we're mesmerized by him. But in the meantime, those other guys are meat and potatoes. I mean, Rantanen's huge at six four, Landeskog's two hundred twenty pounds. They beeline it right to the front of the net. I mean, there's no shying away or or going to the outside and looking for some hopeful little Sedin like redirection. I mean, they're you know they're they're awesome at what they do, and and you know their mentality has been that for a few years, and now they're clicking. So the Blues aren't even given a chance to box them out. They get there so fast, and, and the Blues on the other side of it again, the Clifford line. They're getting to the front of the net, uh, you know. But take no offense to them, but they don't quite you know they're not quite the skill line of that top line of the Colorado Avalanche. So between Donskoy and 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 Rantanen and uh, and Landeskog. Uh, they're, they're, they, they're paying a price. Belmar, they're paying a price and going to the front of the net. And I think the Blues could take a page out of that. And ultimately, Panger, tomorrow night with that crowd, you expect some early energy because the starts for the Blues, have, they've been less than stellar. Yes, I agree with you on that. I mean, you can't start a playoff game and give up a goal right off the hopper. You can't start a period like the game one in the third period in a 1-1 game where your goalie's standing on his head and, and you give up a, a real poor uh, poorly executed defending goal, 30 seconds in, and then you give another one, what, a minute and a half after that. So your preparation's everything, coming out flying, uh, knocking them right on their socks, uh, using that energy, um, you know, getting some big hits, but don't run around to get those big hits. So, But I do believe, Randy, that, that, that I, I'm really looking forward to that that opening. You know, you're talking about the the uh, the anthem, the warm-up, uh, the, the puck drop right off the hop, and I, I, I think the Blues will have a, a ton of energy for this one now. Keep in mind, uh, you know, we're going to have some changes on the blue line. I, I, I don't know what, what's going to happen with Justin Falk and Robert Bortuzzo, but I, I just have to anticipate, and I'm not trying to play doctor, but I have to anticipate that they wouldn't be available for the game tomorrow night. Yeah, definitely. Panger, always great to hear your voice. Thanks so much for taking some time with us. We do appreciate it. We'll be tuned in tomorrow night for Game 3. Yeah, my pleasure, guys. Hey, you guys have a great morning, and thanks for having me on. Thank you. That is Darren Pang, Blues Analyst on Bally Sports Midwest, and he joins us every week here on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Hey, hon, what you doing with your fun? Do flowers have best friends? I don't know. Hey, look. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.